Once again, we're going to look at original sin. And we're going to turn to Genesis chapter 6. That's Genesis chapter 6. Look at a couple of different verses and passages in here that I've seen used several times by many different Calvinists to promote the doctrine of original sin. But once again, upon close uh, analyzation of these verses, you'll see that it does not teach original sin at all. Let's start in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Let's just stop right there for a second. I'll read on here in a minute. But verse 5, what Calvinists will do, they'll take this verse, not, not, not just Calvinists, other people who believe in original sin as well, they'll take this verse and they'll apply it universally to all human beings of all time. Now, is that who God's talking about here? Or is God talking about at that point in time? Well, of course he's talking about that. He said, then the Lord saw that the wickedness was great, a man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Then, so the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing, and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. So, God was sorry that he had made them, and he's basically saying, do over. Game over, I'm starting all over again. Now, let's think about this for a second. If God knew that every person born would have a sinful nature, and therefore every person born would have their every thought of their heart evil continually, every person born, not just the people at that time, but every person born from there on out, whether he started over or not, would be like that, then why would he even bother destroying them? It's senseless. It's meaningless. But the fact of the matter is, God thought, well, I'll start over. Maybe it'll turn out better next time. Uh, and, and that's why it says in verse 8, Noah, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So Noah, obviously, I mean, if we're going to be consistent here, he didn't have a sinful nature. He didn't have original sin. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. In fact, it says right after that, it says in verse 9, this is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. So he's blameless, he was perfect, he had integrity, he walked with God. So Noah was the exception. And the rest of the people uh, live, and every intent of their heart was only evil continually. Later on in the Bible, in the book of, uh, I think it's in First or Second Peter, it says Noah was a preacher of righteousness. So Noah preached for probably about 120 years before the flood finally came, after God had called him, and no one listened. Everyone went their own way. The intent of their heart were only evil continually. So, but, but that didn't include Noah. See, another thing Calvinists do, besides taking a verse that doesn't apply to, na to today's day and age, to the people of today's day and age, they'll apply it to every person universally in, t in today's day and age, instead of just applying it for the people of the, in that generation. But they will also say that it includes every single person. But the fact of the matter is, it does not include Noah. Noah was perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Okay? And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. The earth was also corrupt before God. And the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted their way on earth. This word corruption 
and all flesh corrupting their way. Corruption means perverted, doing something that's unnatural, doing something they're not meant to do. They corrupt their way. So sin is never natural to anybody. I don't care what anyone says. Sin is not natural. It's unnatural. We're made in the image of God. God didn't make us to sin. God made us to be holy and to be in fellowship with Him. And it says right here, it doesn't say, no, listen to what it says in verse 12 again. Let me start in verse 11. It also doesn't say that each person is born a sinner and therefore they're sinful by nature. That it's normal or natural to be a sinner. It says the earth was corrupt, which is perverted, doing something that's not meant to do, before God. The earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth and indeed it was corrupt. Now listen to this. For all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. So it doesn't say they were born corrupted and they just lived like the way that they should have lived or the way they were born to live or the way that, uh, according to their nature, they corrupted their way. So each flesh corrupted their own way upon the earth. So it wasn't Adam who corrupted their way. It wasn't Eve that corrupted their way. It wasn't their birth that corrupted their way. It wasn't the way they were born that corrupted their way. It wasn't their sinful nature that corrupted their way. It was them that corrupted their way. They're responsible for this, and that's the only reason why God sent judgment and killed them all. It really would be unjust for God to create someone as a sinner, because God's the one who knits us together in our mother's womb, the Bible says, that he formed us in a secret place. It'd be unjust for God to form us as sinners, and then destroy us, not only physically destroy us, like he did in the flood, for the way he made us, and be mad at us and be sorrow, uh, sorry that he made us and repent over making us, uh, but to also put us in hell uh, for being born a sinner when we had no choice in the matter. That'd be unjust of God to do that. And we'll get to more of this God being unjust for doing this later on. I know some calves out there probably don't like me saying that, and they're probably saying, well, whatever God does is just. God can do whatever he wants. It's always just. But we'll get to that later on. Uh, so as you can see, once again, by looking at the, at the scriptures, uh, intently and looking what it actually says instead of taking a verse out and making it say whatever you want to say, which is called eisegesis, uh, you'll see that the, the Bible does not teach the doctrine of original sin. You know, one thing that really blows my mind is Calvinists, they, they pride themselves in being, you know, expositional preachers and teaching verse by verse through the Bible and teaching good doctrine. But then they'll take verses like this. I heard one preacher, they, they took, a, you know, verse 5 out of context and and, uh, and, it, you can eat, and he took another verse out of context too, we'll see later on. Uh, but he just takes it and doesn't even talk about it in its context. He just takes it and applies it universally to everybody of all time.